Hey everyone, it's your hosts, Elizabeth and Valerie, and we're here with our final episode of this season of Born in the Right Generation. Today, we have something very interesting planned for this episode. We're going to be examining Rolling Stone's list of the top 100 singers of all time. If you want to see the list, we will put the link in the description to the podcast, so click it and follow along with us. So anybody who basically goes on the internet knows that there are plenty of lists out there. They're always ranking everything. And, you know, sometimes these lists are done by just random people. Sometimes they're done by Watch Mojo, And then that's when you know it's probably really bad. But this list, Rolling Stone does a lot of these lists. There's top 500 albums, top 500 um, songs, top 100 artists. And this is supposed to be, like, the official list, because obviously it's Rolling Stone. They're, like, the music magazine. And, um, we're, we haven't actually looked at this in, like, in depth just yet. I think I've read it before, but I don't remember a lot of the stuff that was on the list. And, Valerie, have you read it? I have read it, but, um, same as you, I don't really remember it. (laughs) Anyway, and so we're going to be going through the list together and sort of just reacting to what we see, what we think the rankings should be, and we're just going to see how accurate Rolling Stone is because they are notoriously inaccurate a lot of the times. There have been lots of complaints that I've seen. So, you know what, let's just dive right into it and let's get going. So, 100 Greatest Singers of All Time. The tagline says, Our 2008 list of the best vocalists ever, as voted on by a panel of 179 experts. And I don't know what, like, qualifies as an expert here, but, um, you know what, let's just see. So, the picture on the website is of Elvis, Aretha Franklin, John Lennon, and Bob Dylan, which is, hmm. An interesting range. (laughs) I... I mean, if this was 2008, I highly doubt that there are going to be many modern artists, if any modern artists on here, even like if they do have a good voice. So I think we're just going to have to get this straight out of the way. There's not going to be many modern singers. It's going to be mostly older singers. So let's start. So 100 is Mary J. Blige, which I guess that's fair. She actually does have a really good voice. I don't listen to much of her stuff, but um, she was in the movie Rock of Ages if anybody has seen that. And she's pretty good. I have never heard of her in my life. <laughs> she's an R&B singer. I'm really out of the she's loop 99. here. <laughs> 99. Steven Tyler. That's actually really interesting, putting him so low. I know, I mean, I like... I may not agree with him as a person, but... I mean... <laughs> this is Steven Tyler. I know, he has a... He does have a really good voice. Like, you can't deny that. It's interesting they placed him at 99. Yeah, he's, like, super distinctive. Like, if you hear him, you can tell that's Steven Tyler. I mean, Aerosmith is pretty famous. He is a great frontman, if nothing else, I think. I just... I don't know. I feel like we're not starting this off to a very good... Like, this isn't off to a very good start if they're putting Steven Tyler at 99. Like, Steven Tyler. I'd at least put him up in the top half. I mean, what are they ranking? What are they ranking this on, though? Like... By, like, the, the panel of 179 <laughs> Right. Okay. <laughs> I would like to see the criteria they use while coming up with all with this list. They don't have it in the intro or anything. It just says, a panel of 179 experts rank the vocalists. Hmm. All right, so 98, Stevie Nicks. 98? That's pretty rude. Disgusting. She deserves higher. Absolute queen. Exactly. Like, 
please, she was a great front woman for Fleetwood Mac. I mean, Fleetwood Mac, I know, has a lot of their own problems these days with the whole Lindsey Buckingham thing, and I don't even know what's going on with them, but, like, still, she has a great voice. It's also very distinctive. She's very, like, soulful, I feel, and I don't know. Again, I feel like, even though Fleetwood Mac had, what, like, three lead vocalists most of the time, I think, you know, Stevie definitely definitely deserves a little higher than 98 in my opinion definitely come on all right 97 joe cocker i really don't listen to anything of his besides his cover of with a little help for my friends that cover is really good though it is a really good cover but that's like his thing i feel like this man made a living off of making beatles covers because he did a lot of them anyway um i don't know He's got, like, a pretty... He, he does have a good voice. It's also very distinctive, very soulful. I'm not I, exactly sure who comes ahead of him, so... I think, I, yeah, I think I need to actually see who are ranked, like, higher in order to judge, you know, whether the yeah. lower placements were actually accurate. That's true. B.B. King. No, this is not the one that my grandpa met. Um, what? Okay. Oh! I, <laughs> I think uh, my grandpa met Ben E. King, not yeah, B.B. Yeah. King. Different people. Um, I guess this one actually is probably fair. I don't listen to much of his music, but I know he was definitely influential, and I feel like that does have to play a part in the rankings. I think B.B. King is more known for his guitar work than for his singing voice, although his singing voice is quite good. I think he's just more famous as, you know, a guitar player. True. So maybe this is a more, like, accurate ranking, I guess. All right, so let's moving on. 95, Patti LaBelle. Um, I don't know anything about her. <laughs> Me neither, actually. I have heard of her. I I have heard, like, you know, of her music. Have I listened to her music? No, unfortunately. So I feel I'm going to refrain from commenting. Yeah. Ah, 94, Karen Carpenter. Disgusting. That's pretty unfair. I am disgusted. This is rude. I, I'm more personally offended by this than Stevie Nicks because... I love the Carpenters. I love Karen especially. I think she's an angel. She has the voice of one. And, you know, you go to any of her videos, like, on YouTube, where she's singing live, it sounds exactly like the studio recording. Like That's true. That is, like, a very big part, is, like, if you can sound just as good as you do in the studio, like, as clear and distinct as she does, I feel like that should be a different, like, a definite... Thing. What is this quote down here from John Fogarty? Quote, Karen Carpenter had a great sound, but if you got three guys out on the ball field and one of them started humming a Carpenter song, the other two guys would pants him. What That's on earth? Mean. Why did they put that there? Please. John Fogarty, I love you very much, but what? <laughs> How is that relevant? If, he, if John Fogarty isn't on this list, I'm going to riot. Like, I'm sorry. All right. I think we've already established that Karen Carpenter deserves higher. She's got a really, I don't know, like a very warm voice, but it's not soft. Like, it's definitely very powerful and very distinct. And so I do feel like she probably deserves higher. Annie Lennox. Uh, the Eurythmics Girl. Mm, I literally only know one song by Eurythmics, so I will also refrain from commenting. <laughs> Alright, so moving on. Morrissey. I also don't listen to The Smith. Okay, I listen to The Smith. I also heard... Morrissey. I heard that he's like not a good person though. No, so. Morrissey is not a good person. I think everybody who knows about him can like agree on that. 
but he does have a very distinct voice. Like if you listen to the Sniss, you you know you know what I'm talking about. Like it's it's very um, recognizable. And his voice isn't bad as well. I think he has a lot of power and, you know, the deep kind of like baritone voice is really suited to the style of music that he makes. Uh, does he deserve higher than like all the other people we've seen so far? I'm not sure. I mean, his voice isn't mm. bad, but yeah, I would. Does he deserve higher than Karen Carpenter is the real question. Yes. And the, the answer he... is no. Karen deserves way higher moving on no not the Kurt Cobain ad all right um moving on leave on helm I don't know who that is okay he was in the band I don't listen to the band unless they're backing Bob Dylan it's my own personal issue so yeah I'm gonna refrain from commenting again please don't hate me I will start I've listened to the wait and that's it so I'm basic I know Moving on. The Everly Brothers. Oh, they were quite good. They were. They had a good harmony. I like how they're on here together, because I feel like they're the only one, or not many people made it onto this list as, like, a unit, you know? I mean, to be fair, they perform together as a unit, so, like, it would be kind of unfair to, like, just single one out. True, but I feel like Simon and Garfunkel probably made it on this list separately, so. Oh. if... If they only put one of them on the list, I'm going to cry. That'd Don't be, be so, so sad. <laughs> and you know that they're going to leave out Garfunkel because <laughs> they're not going to leave out Paul Simon. <laughs> That'd be so rude. Hold I on. know. Okay, you know what? We Stop speculating. We're going to get there. Anyway, I do feel like this is a pretty fair placement. I like that they're on here together because I feel like that's definitely, they were obviously stronger as a unit. And yeah. I also don't know if they did solo music, so yeah. Alright, moving on. Solomon Burke. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Willie Nelson. That's the, the like the country guy. I don't listen to him very much, but I guess it's fair that he's on the list. I don't I wouldn't say where I would rank him, but yeah, I guess it's fair to put him on here. I mean it's Willie Nelson after all. Next we have Don Henley of the Eagles. I approve of the fact that he's here. Um, do I think he, he ranks higher than, like, all the other people we've seen so far? Uh... Give Stevie Nicks a little more justice. I know, exactly. I am already disagreeing with this list, but I, I do think he should be on this list. Yeah, but not as high. Like, I feel like they definitely put certain people way too low. Let's keep going. No, not Garfunkel coming <laughs> in 86. <laughs> Who's Simon? Uh, <laughs> That's so what, rude. Watch Simon be, like, in the top 20 or something. And Garfunkel's like, up. No, if he's like number 10, if he's in the top 10, I'm going to cry. That's so like, sad. Garfunkel did the high notes for those songs. Like, just saying. I think some of my favorite Simon and Garfunkel vocals are from Bridge Over Troubled Water, and that is the song that Art Garfunkel kind of takes the lead on. Like, he always sang the higher parts of the harmonies, but that's so rude. Like, they put him separate. <sighs> They're separate from Paul Simon. That's just. And they don't even explain in his description why they put him down. That's rude. I'm already saying, like, please, put Art Garfunkel a little higher. Or put Simon and Garfunkel together as a unit. He really does. Like, sure, Paul Simon did, like, all the work. It's, like, Paul Simon did all the songwriting and everything, and he sang too. But 
like Simon and Garfunkel is nothing without Garfunkel. So, just saying, he deserves a little better. Sam Moore, don't know. Again, I don't listen to too much R and B, so yeah, I don't know who that is. Sam and Dave. I feel like I've heard of them, but I don't listen to them. Yeah, I don't know who that is either. <laughs> We're really letting the R and B community down here. <laughs> We're yeah. so sorry. I mean, we are we are a classic rock podcast, not an R&B podcast. So, Darlene Love, I don't know again. I don't Patty know either. Smith. I do know Patty Smith. Okay. I do um, too. <laughs> yay! Finally yay! someone we know. <laughs> wow, we're so bad at this. Okay. Um I think this is fair. I think they could put Patty Smith up here. I actually think her ranking is pretty fair too. I want to. I wonder how many women made it on this list versus men. Probably not a lot, but um, you know, I feel like her voice is also very distinct. She was a front woman, I think, of her own band. So, you know, more power to her. Mm. Yeah. You know what? I think I do think this is actually a pretty fair ranking. I don't listen to much of Patti Smith, but I have listened to some of her stuff, and her voice is like not my favorite, but it's pretty good. I think, personally, I would put her just a tad bit lower, but, you know, this this placing is fine with me. I don't really have too many qualms with it. Fair. I guess there are, like, some voices, like, some styles of voices that I do prefer over others, and Patti Smith was never one of them, but I feel like this is a fair ranking. Tom Waits. Uh, nope. I don't, don't know him. Is. Yeah. John Lee Hooker. Have heard of him. I have heard of one bourbon, one scotch, one beer. Yeah, uh, they sang that on Glee. <laughs> I did not know me. it for <laughs> I, I actually heard the original song, not the one from Glee. Um, I've also heard the original. I've just also heard the Mr. Schuster version. Okay, disclaimer. I have, like, a thing about, um, <laughs> about Glee. I've basically memorized the show. So, if you hear me say they sang that on Glee at any other point during the podcast, just know that it's a personal issue that I am working my way through. Alright, let's see. That's fair. Influenced Van Morrison, Jim Morrison, and Robert Plant. That's pretty impressive. I do love Van Morrison. Oh, he better be on this list. Alright, anyway. But you know what? I think... I haven't heard any of his other songs, so I can't really speak to his voice, but... No good for him for being on the list. Uh, moving on. Frankie Valley. Wow. Wow. 80. Rude. He deserves higher. He does. Also, for some reason, my brother is, like, really into the Four Seasons at the moment. Wasn't but he also, into Elton John? Yes, he's also into Elton John. He's weird. Elton John <laughs> got to be on this list, too. Okay, so first of all, he should be higher solely for the fact that he can do that falsetto. Like, ugh, you know? He can, like, he can hit the high notes. Even I can't hit those notes half the time. And I'm a girl. Um, you know, I feel like he's definitely recognizable. He's got a lot of iconic songs. And, let's see, it says, Influence Billy Joel, the Beach Boys, and the Bee Gees. I do feel like that is definitely fair. I can see their influence. So, you know, in my opinion, he does deserve a little better than this. I agree. I agree. All right. Mariah Carey. Mariah okay, so Carey? modern singer. At 79, though? Okay, I'm she not... She definitely a... deserves higher. Yeah, she, I'm she not, like... She whistle register. Like, exactly. No one else can do that, really. I'm not, like, the biggest Mariah fan on the planet, but, like, I have heard quite a handful of her songs, mostly her more yes. well-known ones, but she is a fantastic singer. Like, 
maybe these days she doesn't yeah. sing as well as she used to, but her voice is is like really good and like yes, very she's got iconic. A powerful voice. She's kind of a diva, but like I can understand that. I guess she's got an insane range. You know, she can hit the whistle register, which is already impressive enough. She definitely deserves higher, and I feel like the reason she got so low is because she's like newer than a lot of the mm-hmm. other singers. That's on fair. This list. So I feel like that's probably why she got so low, but she definitely deserves higher if this were a fair ranking. Sly Stone. I don't listen to him. Me neither. Moving on. Merle Haggard. I also don't listen to him. Me neither. I really need to stop. I need to start listening to people. Steve Perry from Journey. Yay. Okay. Someone we know. Wow. King, first of all. Um... He's got. He's definitely got a very distinct voice. Like if That's you hear true. him, you hear Journey. That's true. Um, he's got a lot of power. Like he's good at like belting. I guess I'm not sure if that's the word outside of musical theater, but it's what he can do. Um, I don't know. He's got like a decent range, but he can't like. He's not like super high. I think 76 is actually probably a pretty fair ranking for him. Mm. I think because I don't know exactly. Like, he came a little later on the scene in, like, the 80s or whatever, 70s and 80s. And so he hasn't had much time to influence as many people as other groups have. And so I feel like that might be why he ranked lower. But I do definitely, I like Steve Perry. I listen to Journey, unashamedly. So I think this is fair. Yeah, I agree. All right. Iggy Pop. I don't listen to Iggy Pop, mostly because I don't like him as a person. But I guess that's not fair because there are a lot of people who I don't support as people but I like their music. I'm just, I've never been into Iggy Pop or, like, punk. I've listened to a few Iggy Pop songs and, you know, with the Stooges and all that. Um, I'm not a massive fan of his voice. That's just my personal opinion, though. But I guess I can see why he's here because he was definitely very influential as an artist and, you know, as a singer, you know, especially on the the punk scene, like Elizabeth said. So... I don't know. I guess I can sort of agree with this ranking just for the fact that he was, like, a very influential figure. But personally, I'm not a fan of his voice. It influenced Johnny Rotten, like, from the Sex Pistols. Let me just get this out of the way. I absolutely hate the Sex Pistols. Not even from their music. I just hate them as people. It's yeah, like you, you once said you'd fight them <laughs> in a parking lot. I would. I would specifically fight Sid Vicious in a parking lot. Baseball bat in hand. You know, I've got to calm down. Okay. James Taylor, 74. That's interesting. I haven't listened to many of his songs, but I really do like Carolina on my mind, and I think he's got a really good voice. To me, it's kind of similar to John Denver's in a way, even though I definitely like John Denver better. Um, and I guess this is a pretty fair ranking. He's got a nice voice overall. I don't listen to him very much, but I think 74 is pretty good for him. Yeah, you pretty much summed up my thought as well. Okay, moving on. Dolly Parton. Wow, first of all, Queen. I love Dolly Parton. Me too. She's Second a great all, she's a great human being, like just seeing aside. She is. Like I would be friends with her. I feel like she should rank higher solely based on that. But that's not really fair. Um she's got a lot of great songs, very distinct. I think she did a lot of her country music, mm-hmm. and so that's probably I feel like country isn't super represented by um rolling stone as a whole obviously they started out as like rock and roll and stuff like that and so i feel like that might be why she ranked a little lower at 73 i feel like she probably deserves higher but maybe that's just my bias i like dolly parton and you know what that's okay everybody should like dolly parton yes 
John Fogarty, 72. You're okay. Elizabeth's going to be disappointed because she loves John Fogarty. I'm so disappointed. No, I do. I love him both as like a person. I watch all of his YouTube videos every time they come out. And I'm also just a really big fan of CCR. I think he's definitely got a great voice. You wouldn't really expect him to be from California um, if you heard it, like when you listen to him. He wrote, he's a great songwriter too. I think he's got a really underrated style of guitar playing. And, you know, overall, he was the powerhouse behind CCR, even though, obviously, they had three other members. I think he deserves better, and, like, <laughs> I love him. I, just, I love him so much. I guess I can't comment that much, or at least as passionately, because although I like CCR, um, they're just kind of, like, another band to me. I'm not super into them, but... You know, he's pretty good. I'm not going to say anything other than that. I don't really have that many strong opinions on him. No, I love John Fogarty. He's got a great voice. I think he definitely embodies that Swamp Rock vibe. He's a great songwriter, really good guitarist, and he's just so wholesome, like, as a person. Every time he brings his dogs, his dog is named Credence. Is that not the best thing you've ever heard? That is really cute. Anyway, my dad loves John Fogarty, so I think that might also be part of why I love him so much, but... He definitely deserves better. This is 72. I'm disgusted. Who is Toots Hibbert and why is he higher than John Fogarty? I don't he know who that is. Monkey Man. I thought that was by the Rolling Stones. Yeah, all right. I don't know who this is, so let's move on. Greg Allman. I don't listen to the Allman Brothers Band. Um, I've heard, like, so I'm not one song from them, so I can't really say anything. Moving on. Ronnie, Ronnie Spector. Spector. Oh, we said that okay. at the exact same time. <laughs> Okay, this one I think is fair, even though we don't support Phil Spector. Like, we definitely not. Whatsoever. No, yeah. I think but Ronnie Spector definitely deserves a lot of credit. She put up with a ton from him, and she's got a great voice. She definitely was kind of a pioneer of that whole girl groups era with the Ronettes, and I think definitely <coughs> she does. I think she definitely deserves her place on this list. Yeah, I agree. All right, moving on. Wilson Pickett. I don't um, know who that I don't is. Don't listen to him. I mean, I know who that is, but I don't really listen to him. Again, R&B singers are really not my forte. <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis. Interesting. Interesting. He was also like not a great person, um, like at all. But you know, you have to consider all the people he influenced. Although I feel like he was definitely more known for his piano playing than his vocals so maybe he doesn't deserve as high on this list as they gave him all right so next tom york um i don't listen I don't to know who him. that I, who that is from radiohead radiohead i don't listen to radiohead i know creep do I. I know creep that's the one song me too wow we're so we're really sad <laughs> we're so basic okay um yeah i don't listen to radiohead very much so i can't really say anything next David Ruffin. Wait. Ah, oh, he's from The Temptations. King, I automatically love him. I don't know anything about him, but I do like <laughs> The Temptations. So, um, let's just get that out of the way. I think, hmm, I guess maybe for his influence on the Motown sound, he deserves a pretty high ranking. Although I'm not sure if he deserves higher than a lot of these other artists who definitely are more distinct than he is. That's true. So I don't know much about him, so I won't comment. No, but I, I do feel like, like the Temptations, they're great. 
I feel like this entire episode is just us exposing ourselves for not knowing much music outside of classic rock. Influenced Hall and Oates, Michael Jackson, Rod Stewart, misspelled. Rod Stewart. If he's on this list, I'll cry. Axl Rose. Why is he so high? Yeah, Axl Rose probably deserves lower. No offense to Guns N' Roses, because I do listen to them, but he can't sing live at all. No, he really can't. He like, really can't. <laughs> he can, like, I like his voice just fine on recordings, but if you listen to any live recording of him singing, it's, like, it's, like, real scratchy and, like... Kind of off-pitch sometimes. Yeah. I mean... I mean I guess you got to um, give him credit for being kind of distinct and for being a pretty good frontman as well. But, you know, true. I mean, voice-wise, you know, mm. if he's able to hold his own against Slash, I think that's fair. Mostly because Slash is Slash. I would also fight Slash, fun fact for everybody listening to this. Wait, why? Don't check out Slash's Instagram. Oh, that's why. <laughs> anyway, um I feel like it is fair that he can hold his own against Slash and he he's like able to sort of put himself at the forefront in a band where the guitar player seems to get a lot of the credit. And so, I guess, he does have a distinct voice. You listen, you can tell it's him, but he cannot sing live. And I feel like that's a huge problem with him ranking at 64. 63, Dion. I don't listen to him very much. I do know The Wanderer, though, so that's a good song. Oh, um, I don't know who he is. I don't know. Again, I feel like his voice is pretty good. It's nothing too distinct for me, and so I don't know. I don't know if I can really say that I would say I, w- I would not put him this high, but you know, he I guess he was influential enough to put him at sixty three. Lou Reed deserves lower. Listen to him. Deserves lower. I listen to Lou Reed. I listen to Velvet Underground. He has he 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 he's a great writer, a great songwriter. I think you know he pioneered you know kind of that art rock, psych rock kind of thing with uh, the underground, uh, the Velvet Underground Ooh, Nico. Real. But he, as, you I'm know... I'm real eager to say, deserves lower. <laughs> <laughs> no, just out of everybody on this list, I think Lou Reed's voice Fair. is... You know, it's a, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just not saying it's better than, you know, some people that we've <laughs> seen so far. I think like he has Karen a pretty... Carpenter. Exactly. John Karen Kobe. Carpenter deserves more. Deserves better better breathe it's okay roger <gasps> 61 no i, I no, find it I funny in the top 50 i find it funny that you said like breathe and then right <laughs> after you screamed roger daltrey they put roger daltrey at 61 i know that is really low for him like come on <laughs> are you good calm down no Deep i'm breath. so upset how could they do this it's roger daltrey He's got an incredibly distinct voice. He's got it's he got a lot of power behind it. I mean, listen to his scream and won't get fooled again. Like he's iconic. The Who is iconic. Like I feel like the Who is simultaneously the dumbest and yet most genius band I've ever seen. Like as musicians, they were geniuses, but as people, they were all absolute idiots. And you know what? I love them for it. I support all of them for it, even though they were rats, including Roger, and I love Roger. I, def- I feel like Roger definitely deserves better. Maybe they put him so low was because the Who had, like, three lead singers. That's true. They did harmonize really well. No, they didn't, actually. <laughs> At what? least not in my opinion. I feel like... They didn't? Okay, I feel like... 
Okay, I feel like John was definitely a lot better at harmonizing with both Roger and Pete, but Roger and Pete were not great at harmonizing a lot of the time. Oh, uh, okay. Lot, I get your very point. very distinct. I get it's your point. It's got kind of a gravelly voice, whereas Pete's is higher and a little more nasal. I feel like that doesn't very, like, mesh well all the time. Okay, like, but they did... You definitely hear the, um, the discordance between their voices a lot, and so I feel like that probably knocks them down a peg on harmonizing. I spent a lot of time thinking about this. Yes, I can tell. Eddie Vedder. Yes, I know. All right. You know what? I'm so disappointed. I'm actually so upset with this list already. All right. You know what? Moving on. 60, Bjork. I don't listen to her. Yeah, I don't really listen to her either. Skip. Rod Stewart. What? He does not deserve higher than Roger Daltrey, even if he is a sir. Just saying. Didn't you think he was gay? I have a personal vendetta against Rod Stewart now. (laughs) Yes, that's why I have a personal vendetta against him. I was so convinced that he was gay, and then he was, like, a womanizer, and I was was so concerned about that. I thought he had a young husband that he was going yachting with, and he apparently was not. That's still so funny to me. (laughs) (laughs) Please, it's not my fault I made up a fake version of Rod Stewart in my brain and thought it was real. No, but I feel like he doesn't deserve higher than Roger Daltrey. He does have a pretty good voice. It's also quite distinct, but I feel like it's just too, like, rough for me to really, like, think that he deserves 59. My opinion, you know. I'm sure there are people who enjoy his songs. I haven't really listened to many of the songs, so I guess I'll refrain from commenting besides the fact that I think that you making up a fake version of him in your head is, like, absolutely hilarious. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> Christina Aguilera. Okay, so we have like our first real modern-ish singer. At 58, though? I definitely think... Above I think all these other people? Okay. Maybe not, because just because she's less influential, but she does have a really good voice. It's very powerful. True. And very distinct. And so I feel like, like vocally she does deserve to be on the list, I think, but definitely not higher than people like Roger Daltrey or John Fogarty. Like, give my, my give my voice. Yeah, exactly. Roger Daltrey at 61. I'm disturbed. Eric Burden. Interesting putting him this low. He has a very distinct voice. Animals outside of House of the Rising Sun, but, you know, I think, well, he was British, right? Yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. But, like, the way he sings, it doesn't sound like that. Like, I know that sounds weird to say, but he definitely has sort of the right, like, bluesy type of voice. And that kind of stuff wasn't, like, super common, I guess, back in whenever they released House of the Rising Sun. Or See, like, right here, this quote. He invented the genre of the white guy singing low. Like, that, that, I think is why he's on this list. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. He he has a very distinct voice, and I think he, a lot of the Animals songs were quite influential. Like, he pretty much, the Animals, with their version of The House of the Rising Sun, pretty much changed how that song was covered from then on out. Like, if you listen Basically, to all the covers of that one song, you know, they were sung in this kind of, like, folksy style up until the Animals version, and then, you know, the style changed. So... Definitely. I think that's a pretty good example of how influential they were. Yeah, I think he I think he rightfully deserves where he is on the list. Mavis Staples. I don't again, R&B singer. I don't know her like at all. I don't know her either. All right. Moving on. Paul Rogers. Okay, I don't know who that is. Me. Slash I don't listen to whoever this is. Don't know. 
Next, Luther Vandross. Also don't know. Don't know. <laughs> Muddy Waters? Know I know him. Wait, I know him. I know <laughs> I don't listen to him. I have heard some of his songs. I he's definitely very, very influential in his field. Yes. Um, but I don't think I've heard enough of his music to really critique his voice. Yeah, I can't say like I can't say anything about his voice, but he did definitely influence Led Zeppelin and the Rolling Stones, two of the biggest bands like ever. Especially the ones that Rolling Stone will kiss up to. In conclusion, I think he definitely deserves where he is on the list. Fifty two, Brian Wilson fifty two I mean, okay. uh, I, th- I, I guess I can see why they put him here. I think as a member of the Beach Boys and just talking about the Beach Boys, like, harmonically together, he deserves way higher. Um, individually, true, though? Individually, yeah. Not, yeah. I think maybe 52 is fair for him individually, mostly because he doesn't have, like, the rest true. of everybody. True, true. And so, yeah, okay, I guess that's fair. Although for songwriting, he definitely deserves higher but yeah i don't actually remember where he was on the songwriting list gladys knight okay i know her i don't know like much about her me neither like she's got a pr- I, i've heard a couple of her songs and she does have a really great voice but i don't exactly know like how fair that is all right so now let's click load more and go into the top 50 okay <sighs> this will be interesting i can't believe we're only in halfway through all right bonnie Raitt don't know who that is is. (laughs) donny hathaway also don't know who that is yeah same who are these people buddy holly okay i know him yeah um okay for influence i think i i I can see why he's up here because he did he was like one of the biggest influences on the beatles and the beatles were like one of the biggest influences on everybody else but (laughs) like as a singer himself i think maybe he deserves a little bit lower like influence aside yeah true true all right, Jim Morrison. Mm, Hi. Why is he at 47? That he should be low. higher. Yeah, I mean, he fits, like, all the criteria. Distinct voice, good distinct voice. You know, great songwriter, part of a classic rock band that Rolling Stone magazine loves. Like, this is... Surprising. This is the type of stuff where you should put him higher. He, In my opinion, he definitely deserves higher. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he's definitely got the voice that, like, makes you feel what the song is about, so... Okay, Patsy Cline. Who? I don't know who that is. Help. She's a singer. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> the so list we're talking okay. about. I don't know who that is. Kurt Cobain. Interesting. Interesting. 45. Okay. I would not put him higher than Jim Morrison. I'll say that. I would also not put him higher than John Fogarty or Roger Daltrey. Let I think say I, I'm, I think he's up so high mainly because of influence rather than voice. That's true. Influence Dave Grohl. Obviously. They were in the same band. <laughs> exactly. Okay, I think that's fair. I think he's like the first like real grunge singer that we've gotten on this list. And I feel like he may be the only one because like who else are you going to put higher than Kurt Cobain? That's true. For grunge. Um, you know, I, I don't think he is the best voice, but you know, you can definitely, I guess you can tell when it's him singing. Nirvana was definitely really influential in the 90s, so I can see why they put him out here, but I would not put him higher than a lot of other people. Yeah, I agree. And I like Nirvana, so yeah, this doesn't have, this isn't like a personal vendetta like with Rod Stewart. Whew, okay, Bobby Blue Bland. I don't know. Don't know. Who that don't is. know. Moving on, George Jones. 
Me I neither. Him. This is so sad. Joni Mitchell, I know her. I know her too. Um, should she be this high though? Mm. I feel like she'd be a little bit lower. No. She should be a little bit lower. I feel like Joan Baez should have taken her place. I don't know if Joan Baez shows up later. She on better. This list, but definitely the this this actually the first line of her description is Joni Mitchell began as the archetype of a folky female singer-songwriter and heir to Joan Baez. I feel like Joan Baez should definitely be higher than her. I don't remember if she is or not. Ugh. Yeah. Let's hope. So, yeah, let's see. I, mm, yeah, I don't know if she should be this high. She's got a good voice, but it's not, like, not anything that I would say would be 42. Like, she should be lower, I think, yeah. in my opinion. All right, next. Chuck All right, next. Wow. Chuck Berry. Wow. They put him low. Like, low. Like, this man basically invented rock and roll, and then they put him at 41. That's interesting. I mean, I guess he... I feel like definitely. I mean, I mean, I guess like voice-wise, he didn't have like as powerful as a voice as other people, or like, you know, something that makes him stand out. I mean, he has a good voice, but I feel like his voice, you know, compared to other people here, is kind of average. Maybe that's why they put him lower. Yeah, but I feel like for influence, he definitely like when you think about look, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, Bruce Springsteen, like those are all some real like powerhouse names. He definitely deserves higher, in my opinion. Like, if not for his voice, but for his what is it? I guess for his influence. Although maybe it's because he's more influential with guitar than with, um, what is it, than with singing. Maybe that's why. Yeah, I agree. Curtis Mayfield. I don't listen to him. Yeah, me so, neither. Yeah, I don't really feel like I can comment. Jeff Buckley. He's, okay. Some, I listen to he, some. His, he, has a, he has a pretty good voice. Him. Yeah, but I don't know. Does he really deserve better than... Chuck Berry, does he really deserve better, like, higher than Roger Daltrey, John Fogarty, Art Garfunkel, Karen Carpenter, Stevie Nicks? Does he deserve better than them? I don't know. Like, he does have a good voice, I think, but I just don't know in terms of influence whether he really deserves to be, like, yeah, as high. Yeah, I agree. Elton, 38! Mm. My man's Elton John. Yeah, definitely Rude. needs higher here. Why does does Rolling Stone hate him or something? They gave him like like bottom fifty for uh, top one hundred songwriters, and then they put Jagger Richards at six. And this is coming from somebody who loves the Rolling Stones. Like, come on, influenced Axl what? Rose. What? Elton John influenced what? Axl Rose. That's new. The more you know. <laughs> what? Okay. Well, I don't know. I love Elton John. My brother loves, loves Elton John. Um, I feel like he deserves higher than 38. Yeah, me too. It's just, it's just me, but I'm sorry. But Rolling Stone magazine frequently likes to disparage the good name of Elton John, and I'm not going to stand for that. Okay. Moving on. Neil Young. Okay. So I don't listen to Crosby, Stills, and Nash or Crosby, I Stills, do. Nash, and Young. So I guess I, can't I really do. I listen to both of them, and Neil Young is a solo artist. So I feel like this is where I, I should talk. Um, <laughs> I like Neil Young's yes. voice, and I actually quite like his music. He has a pretty distinctive voice. Um, he's a great songwriter as well. Uh, very influential in like the folk rock scene. Um, would I put him higher than some of the other people I've seen? Maybe not, but I do think he should be in the top 50. That's my personal opinion. What about Crosby, Stills, and Nash? Are they going to be on here? I actually don't know if any of them, like which one of them did the singing or if they all did or what, but do you think they're going to be uh, on this list? I mean, 
it would uh, i don't i'm actually not sure you know uh, we, haven't, we haven't seen paul simon yet either and i'm getting concerned like how high is he going to be compared to my poor like poor garfunkel all right, let's keep going. Bruce Springsteen. Okay, fun fact. I always get Bruce Springsteen mixed up with John Mellencamp. It's really embarrassing, but I do. Tisk, tisk. Um, what? Making a tisk, tisk noise. I am disapproving. I see. Look, I don't know the difference between New Jersey and the Midwest, apparently. Ooh. Anyway. Yeah, I just, I don't. It's really bad, but. You know what? I think definitely Bruce Springsteen deserves his place on the list. He is a really good songwriter. He makes great songs. Um, he really does embody that New Jersey vibe, and I like his voice. So I think I think his placement is actually fair. Yeah, I, I agree. Maybe a little bit lower, but, you know, good not enough. A, not a, I don't feel like he should be above a lot of the people, but I feel like those people should have been higher, not him. Oh, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. sense. I agree. Dusty Springfield, yeah. I I know, like, one of her songs, and that's Son of a Preacher Man. And she has a good voice, but, like, <laughs> you know, Elizabeth said, I don't think I know enough about her to critique her. Yeah, fair. Whitney Houston. Okay, this is, I think, yeah, fair. Yeah, she actually. has a fantastic she voice. She definitely... She does. She is fantastic. Definitely a big name in, like, the R&B scene. Um... Yeah, I think definitely, I love her music. I think she's great. She, I think she deserves her place right here at yeah. 34 on the list. All right, moving on. Steve Winwood. I've heard of him, but I haven't really listened to him. Moving on. Hmm. Okay, that's like the YouTube hmm. guy. Isn't he like super arrogant or something? I don't like, know much about, about U2 him. as, you know, people, but I have heard of some U2 songs. I'm not a fan of the band. As have I'm I. not a super big fan of Bono either. I think he deserves lower. They, I, they've got some good songs, but I, they're just not my vibe for most for the most part. Um, and by that, I mean I know two songs, With or Without You, and I still haven't found what I'm looking for. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you know what? I think... As being part of U2, he probably deserves top 50, but I would not put him at 32 and definitely not above a lot of the other people that yeah. we've seen so far. So, yeah. All right. Moving on. Howlin' Wolf. Very influential. Very good voice. You know, very distinctive. He's got a lot of soul in it. Um, I quite like him. I've only heard like a handful of his songs. I need to listen to more, but he was definitely a very influential figure in the music scene. So, yeah. Definitely. So I guess I can see why he's here. But if it's about influence, then where the heck is Chuck Berry? Like, why is he so low? Yeah, I wonder where they put oh, Little yeah. Richard. Hmm. All right. Prince at thirty. Okay. You know, yeah, that's I'll fair. Give him that. I mean, yeah. Prince. <laughs> Prince is like his own genre. He's like Prince. You know, you can't actually like pin that down. So you know, I guess I can see why yeah. he's up here, and I think that's fair. Nina Simone. I really don't know that many singers. I know her, um, <laughs> but I don't know many of her songs. I've only heard a, a few, so I will refrain from yeah. commenting. But I do know she's very influential. Janis Joplin! <laughs> Janis ah. Joplin at 28. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy. I love her. Okay, I think this is definitely fair. She was definitely influential. She has a great um, voice. Definitely had a very distinct, powerful voice. Yes, a great range. She's got definitely... Very, yeah, I don't know. She's very powerful. Her music really does make me feel things. Like, it's 
I don't know, it's so chilling. And you know what? She did exactly what she wanted. She was like psychedelic blues. That was her thing. And I really think that she embodied that well with her voice. So you know what? I think we're going to give this one to her. Love him. Love him. Yeah, he is a country singer. He's like one of the OGs. Um, Wait, is he Hank Williams Sr. or Hank Williams Jr.? Senior. 1923. Okay, I'm just... Look, I'm dumb, first of all. And second of all, wasn't Hank Williams Sr. like not also like not a great was person. he not a great person he i don't know i just i actually don't know much about him i feel like he has some racism sprinkled i, in I don't past. know much about him as a person i'm just, just gonna say that disclaimer i do really like his music though i think he has a he has a very distinctive voice his music was very influential for the development of country as a genre so i can see why that's they true. put him this that's high. true maybe it was hank williams jr that had racism like i don't know one of them did one of them was probably okay yeah i don't that's know all i know i don't remember which one Jackie Wilson. Don't know him. Don't know who that is. Next, Michael Jackson. Okay. 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 I mean, he is the king of yeah. pop, so I think there's really nothing else I can say other than he does deserve to be yep. number 25. We still haven't seen Paul Simon, and I'm getting worried <laughs> about how they're putting him versus Garfunkel. That's so mean. Van Morrison. Okay. You know what? We stand. Yes. Sir Van Morrison deserves yep. to be. He has a great voice. He does. He does, and he's also just a great, he's a great songwriter. He's just great in general. You know what? Everybody stand Van Morrison. Deserves higher. Deserves higher. Absolute king. He's got a very distinct voice, but, like, for pure theatricality, he definitely Yes, absolute king. We stand. Basically, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Bowie definitely is, he's so creative, and I feel like the way that, he's kind of made like not just one but multiple iconic different personas is amazing enough that he definitely probably deserves to be in the top 20 and not at 23 22 etta james okay very interesting that she's at 22 i feel like i would have put her higher because she was definitely one of the most influential female singers of the day of the day and she she did influence janice joplin but i feel like i guess at 22 is pretty high so i think i think this is a fair ranking yeah, I, I don't know much about her, actually, so, yeah. Okay. She's really good. All right. Johnny Cash. Wow, 21. Okay. Interesting. Okay. His voice is fantastic. I guess they can give that. He is, and he's also very, mm-hmm. like, distinct, mm-hmm. you know? Like, he's, like, country, but, like, capital C country. Yeah, yeah. Like, not modern-day, you know, hillbilly-type country that everybody thinks of, but he's, like that type of country he did all that stuff with prison reform and everything and you know i support him i think eh, for the most part i think he was an okay person i don't i haven't watched um walk the line was that the name of the movie i i haven't heard of this okay it's a movie with walking phoenix and i think it's called walk the line i don't know much about him as a person but you know what he does have a great voice he was a great songwriter and so i think i think he deserves his place on the list if not higher but let's see who's in the top 20 first. Smokey Robinson. No, no of him. Okay. You know haven't what? really heard a lot of his songs. No, he definitely, I think he deserves to mm-hmm. be in the top 20. I think this is, this is definitely fair. 19, Bob Marley. Okay, that's pretty, that's interesting. I don't know if I'd rank him all the way from the top 20, but he definitely was really influential for yeah. like, reggae music. 
And so, you know, I think, I guess this is a decent placement. Freddie Mercury. Low, way too low. Need, oh, needs <laughs> way higher. I, 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 I'm not even like a hardcore queen. All the queen stands must be I'm rioting. not even a hardcore queen stand, but even I agree. <laughs> Freddie Mercury deserves higher than 18. No. He definitely has a really, like, a great range. Insane range, actually. And he was a great live performer, and I think that's also super important. Um, influenced Axl Rose again. What? <laughs> Where was Axl Rose getting these influences from, and why doesn't he sound like any of them? <laughs> Just saying. Okay, you know what? I think Freddie Mercury probably does deserve yeah. higher than eighteen. Tina Turner, you Queen. Know what? Queen. I support Tina Turner. I think she deserves seventeen. Yeah, she's got a great voice. This very is a good distinct. placement. She was a huge female artist back in the day, so I think this is fair. Definitely. Mick Jagger. Mick Jackson. Mm. Mm. I say this. Um, top top twelve. Um, top twelve. Mm. Actually, he deserves top. 10 I want to see opinion. who's above him. I want to see also, who's above him. Okay, it, I feel like just because he's Mick Jagger, he's not only one of the most influential frontmen of all time, but also he has this like a very distinct voice. Like you know, it's him, and his voice is also really good at conveying emotion. I think, and so. Yeah, he has a really weird, funny accent, which is just his Britishness coming through. But um, I don't know. I feel like he definitely deserves higher for a lot of reasons. He's a great live performer. His voice has aged really well. And he's just he's really good at um, portraying emotion through his voice. And so I feel like he probably deserves a lot better than 16. Yeah, I agree. Okay, moving on. Okay, moving on. <laughs> <Bob> plant 15. <laughs> Breathe, breathe. This is literally just like me seeing Dr. Dolce. This is, this is, this is, whoever okay. wrote this needs to be fired immediately. This breathe, is treachery, breathe. blasphemy. What is this? Rolling Stone deserves to have its 50 year reputation wiped. I do not stand for this. This is disgusting. <laughs> I can't wait to see who's in the top this 15. This is disgusting. Anybody who has heard Robert Plant, anybody who has listened to Led Zeppelin has heard Robert Plant sing, especially in Led Zeppelin's early days from like 69 to like what, 73? You can even argue up to 75. Absolute powerhouse. Fantastic vocal. Hey, hold on. Wait. It says influence David Lee Roth. Was David Lee Roth on nope. this list? Nope. Nope. That's pretty What rude. if he's above Robert Plant? Also... No, I straight up thought David Roth died. <laughs> and then I looked it up and he was alive and I was shocked. I was like, excuse no. me. He's Apparently or, he's not dead. Back to Robert dead. Plant. He is an absolute king. His voice is fantastic. It's amazing. The way he hits it, the high notes are fantastic. Literally everything he does is fantastic. I will say, you know, in the spirit of, you know, uh, clarity or like honesty or whatever i know his voice did get strained and was a little bit damaged after 75 i would say maybe it's because he sucks at enunciating but i really don't think that's fair like to put him all the way down at 15 because like nobody can understand what Mick Jagger's yeah either and i listen to the rolling stones like all the time all right i'm just i'm so disgusted i'm so sad at this i literally am I'm really hoping they put Roy Orbison on this list, or else I'm gonna throw a fit. All right, let's. Fourteen, Al Green. Don't know him. We don't know. Hey, the Bee Gees. No. The Bee Gees been on here. Okay, let's breathe. Let's just see. Let's. We still got 
13 more places. I, I don't know much about Me neither. so I'm just going to refrain. He's Wait, here. He should not be higher okay. than Robert Plant or Freddie Mercury. I'm just gonna say that right now. I love, I love Roy Orbison. Okay, I Robert think... Plant, Freddie Mercury, above, above. I, I, I think in terms of influence, Roy Orbison definitely deserves higher than them. Huh? Because, like, what? Day, what? Okay, so basically, no. I've actually done a lot of no. this, mostly because I do not agree. I do not agree. I, I, I mean, I'm having a breakdown. Uh, basically, so basically, if you look, like I've actually done a lot of, like a lot of the reading that I've done, I do a lot of reading in general, um, about it. So many artists of the day say that Roy Orbison was the one who like influenced them to get into music. All right. So basically, um, like so many different artists back in the fifties, there wasn't a ton on the radio that wasn't like sort of that bubblegum pop style. Until Roy Orbison came through. And he had this really deep, soulful voice. And he had a great vibrato. And so many, like, artists. Actually, I think Bob Dylan said that one of his heroes was Roy Orbison. Also, Woody Guthrie, among other folk singers. But Roy Orbison was the first thing that he heard on the radio that made him really want to get into music. Keith Richards said that there were two people in the music industry he respected. John Lennon and Roy Orbison. Because he felt that they really understood the music. And so if you think about those two people, like they're really influential. And I feel like just because Roy Orbison came before anybody, like before Robert Plant, before Mick Jagger, before all these people, I feel like he, I think he rightfully deserves his place on the list. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I, I still respectfully disagree. I'm just saying, I feel like you can't put, you, uh, you just you have to put him nope. above them nope. just because they didn't influence him. He influenced them, and he was one of the greats. Even though a lot of people don't really consider it to be that way, I do feel like Roy Orbison definitely. He had a distinct voice. He was good at enunciating. He influenced so so many greats, and I think that's you know that one vine where it was like that is not correct because according to the encyclopedia, that that's me right now. That's me. What encyclopedia knowledge do you have? I love in my heart for Robert Plant. Okay, so Valerie's opinion is currently invalidated by her overwhelming emotions. Little Richard of 12, yay! yay. Let's move on. He Um, deserves. Okay, first of all, why is he so far away from Chuck Berry? Let me just explain that. Although I guess Little Richard was definitely like super influential theatricality wise. And also he he definitely had a better voice, I think, than Chuck Berry did. And he was just as influential. So I guess I can see why they put him higher. But that much higher is mm, concerning. Let's push Chuck Berry up a little bit. Just just what I'm saying. Okay. So, 11. Beautiful. Amazing. Fantastic. Weird that they're going to put John Lennon above Paul McCartney. Because I guarantee you there's no way they're leaving John Lennon off this list. He was on the cover. I think Paul deserves top 10. Uh... May- or maybe that's just my my bias. In my humble opinion, yeah, you're okay. You're way biased. You thought that Robert Plant was more influential, and than he Roy is. I presented facts to you. I presented facts and quotations. You presented love. That love doesn't is the count. greatest force in the world. Moving on. It doesn't hold up against the quotes from two great musicians. Okay, moving on. Okay, I definitely think influence Elton John. Rod Stewart, what? Okay, 
Moving on. Um, yes, I think Paul McCartney deserves higher. Definitely higher than John Lennon, but I feel like John Lennon is going to be higher than him because Rolling Stone magazine loves to kiss up to John Lennon. That's like their thing. Paul had the better <sighs> voice, though. People chose Lennon or McCartney. Yeah, Paul did have the better voice, I think. Definitely. He does have my favorite voice of all the Beatles. So, uh, bias. I, and I feel like this ranking Paul so low definitely comes down to bias of the Rolling Stone writers. Who are these experts, anyway, may I ask? Maybe they'll have, like, a list of their names right. later on. I don't know. Rude. All right. Uh, James Brown. Okay. Okay, I think he deserves top ten. I think that's fair, actually. Yeah, me too. I mean, Godfather of Soul, he definitely deserves to be up here. Stevie Wonder. Interesting. You know what? Okay. Interesting. You know what? Influenced Adam what? Levine. What? What in the what world? Am <laughs> what am I reading? I would have never thought Adam Levine was influenced by Stevie Wonder. But the more you know. Yeah, neither would I. But Stevie Wonder is great. I love his music. I think he's, yeah, he's just, he's amazing. I wish I was a lot better at analyzing voices, but I'm not a vocal coach. This is my opinion. But he is, you know, he is great. I think he definitely deserves his place at number nine just because he was so influential. And he's, he, he only really just released a ton of good music. And I think that's what it is. All right. Number eight, Otis Redding. Ooh, he's pretty influential. Okay. He's another guess. one of yeah. the greats. I can see that. I don't know much of his music, but I, I guess I can see why he's like up yeah, here. Yeah, I agree. All right, so number seven, Bob Dylan. <sighs> okay, there's a lot to there's a lot to anybody unpack here. Who knows me? Anybody who knows me, who or who has listened to the podcast, knows that I love Bob Dylan with all of my heart. Literally everything that I have, I love Bob Dylan. But he does not deserve to be on this list. Like, at all. Um, okay, well, actually, I don't know if that's fair to say. He doesn't deserve to be on the list. He does not deserve to be at number seven, tell you that much. I am the type of person who will willingly listen to live performances of Bob Dylan screaming at the audience and enjoy it. I am that type of person. But even I can admit that he is ranked a little too generous. I think they, they, they like, weighed, like, his, maybe his influence and his songwriting ability, like, way too much than his singing ability. They have a list of songwriters already, and he was number one on that list. So, um, uh... Okay, let's see. The very first line in his description, Bob Dylan did what very, very few singers ever do. He changed popular singing. Like, but nobody Exactly, that's like the him. thing. My question. I don't, you know, as a person, um, as a person, I mean, personally, I am not a huge fan of Bob Dylan's voice. I'm just going to say that right now. I know he's a great songwriter. I can appreciate, <laughs> you know, what he did for the music industry. I just don't vibe with his voice. So, yeah. All right, let's see this next line. To understand Bob Dylan's impact as a singer, you have to imagine a world without Tom Waits, Bruce Springsteen, Eddie Vedder, Kurt Cobain, Lucinda Williams, or any other vocalist with a cracked voice, dirt bowl yelp, or bluesy street howl. Wow. Wait, why did they put Eddie Vedder on this list? That's rude. They put Kurt Cobain on here, and I like Eddie Vedder's voice different. Or better, sorry. What am I even saying? I'm just, I'm just wondering, like, please, I literally, I love Bob Dylan with my whole heart. I am, like, number one fan. I love this man. I would die for him. But also, seven, in terms of singing, it just doesn't make sense. 
I get he was influential, but singing wise, like I guess that a lot of people did like draw from him in inspiration for singing. But also I feel like definitely his strength lies in songwriting. He's not the world's greatest vocalist like ever. He's got a really hard voice to harmonize with or sing with in general. Um, and yeah, I have actually watched videos of like vocal coaches reacting to him and they all say like, he's got this kind of like nasal, he like switches between his nasally voice and like back in the throat and stuff like that. It's very interesting. And I feel like definitely his strength does lie in his songwriting rather than his actual musical abilities. So yeah, this is my opinion. Again, Bob Dylan fans saying this. I feel like he deserves lower. Oh, that was painful to go through. Let's move on to number six. Marvin Gaye. Yeah, okay. You know what? This is fair. This is definitely fair. I mean, Marvin Gaye, really influential, great voice. I think he definitely deserves number six. Yeah, I agree. I don't really have anything to, like, against him, so. Yeah. All right, fine. Here we go. John Lennon. Okay. Hmm. I love John Lennon's voice. I think I really like his singing. I think he's got a great, I don't know, he's got this ability to convey emotion, but his voice just isn't as nice as Paul's. And so I feel like maybe if you switched Paul and John around, I feel like Paul should have been higher, in my opinion, just because Paul also was able to convey emotion. And he Paul also had like the higher range and like a lot more versatility. And overall, his voice just sounds softer, nicer, fuller, warmer. And so I just feel like, I don't know. You can't talk about John Lennon without talking about Paul McCartney, and definitely, I feel like Paul and John should have been switched. Yeah, to I his agree. List. Okay, four. Sam Cooke. I don't actually know okay. many songs you know by him. Actually, yikes. Hey, wait a minute. Paul Simon has not been oh, on this list. Oh no! Did they really just oh, not put him no. on here? Did they not put him on here? That'd be so embarrassing. <laughs> All right, let's 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 go. Okay, let's keep going. Number three. Elvis Presley. Hmm. Elvis had a good voice. Would I put him at three? No, that's that's my take. I guess it's for influence, like for influence. Um, you know, just because he is Elvis, not my favorite voice, but you can't discount everything that he's done. All right. So number two, he's very influential. I really like his music, actually. So. You know, I'm not opposed to him being at number two. Yeah. You know what? It's weird that I haven't, we haven't seen any of like older, older music, like American standard type, like Frank Sinatra, Nat King Cole, anybody else in the Rat Pack, Bing Crosby. Like we haven't seen any of them. Interesting. Weird. I feel like this, like as genres, they're not really represented. Yeah. It's sad. It's basic. This list is pretty much like R&B, rock and roll, and then like a tiny bit of country. And like, And I'm noticing a lot of people missing. We're at number two. We have not seen Paul Simon, but we have seen Art Garfunkel. Yeah, what's that about? Um, we haven't seen of any representation of grunge music besides Kurt Cobain. You know, we've barely seen any modern singers. I think the closest we came was Christina Aguilera. Um, you know, I feel like we're definitely, there's, we're missing a lot of people. So let's keep going. And number one is Aretha Franklin. Huh. Okay, you know what? I guess I can see why that is. She was definitely a huge powerhouse in terms of R&B music. 
Um, she does have a great voice. I really do like her voice. Um, I don't know. She just, she's very emotional when she sings and she, I think I can understand why they would put her in first place. Even if she's not my personal favorite vocalist, I can understand why she is ranked this high. Yeah, I agree. I don't really have anything against her. I haven't heard that many of her songs actually, but the the ones that I have heard, her voice is fantastic. Like, you know, I expected her to be on this mm-hmm. list. Did I expect her to be number one? No. But, you know, I'm not opposed to this placing. So, now that we've finished the list, there are certain things that I am, mm, I don't know, upset about. I feel like a lot of artists were ranked way too low. A lot were ranked way too high. I think that... Um, they're, they definitely, Rolling Stone did not represent a lot of genres. They represented mainly like two and a half, maybe. Like some sort of country rock fusion. And then R&B and rock were the other two genres. And they didn't represent pretty much like anything else. There wasn't a lot in terms of like pop music. There wasn't a lot in terms of, you know, punk or, you know, metal. Anything like that. And I'm a little concerned about that. They did not even give paul simon a like a i know that's so list, sad which was really weird like imagine like uh, like on every other list he was ranked higher than garfunkel but on this list only garfunkel made it like what does that i know right mean? like why would they put bob dylan at number seven like what's going on why was paul mccartney ranked so high why was roger daltrey ranked i don't so know high? it's so sad why is what robert Plant at 15 <laughs> i'm still sad about that why is Mick Jagger at 16? Like, ugh, I don't understand any of this. This is so upset. I'm so disappointed by this list, actually. Like, I get why they ranked some stuff in the top 10, but again, there were definitely people who deserved to be higher. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I just have really mixed <sighs> feelings. Okay, I've learned to not trust Rolling Stone magazine. They're very biased towards specific genres and artists, and I feel like they're just not super represented in their lists and i get like a while like back in the day it was mainly about rock and roll um but you know nowadays especially in 2008 i feel like they probably should have represented a lot like of other modern artists in terms of best singer and i just i feel like this list was pretty inaccurate yeah i agree i definitely would have done it a different way oh well i was disappointed to see certain people missing from this list but can't have everything and i think the lesson to take away from here is never trust rolling stone magazine thank you all for listening and thank you to all of our followers on spotify and instagram thank you to kevin mclead for the music and make sure to follow us on at bitrg.podcast for some fun facts um so a short announcement this is going to be the last episode of the season i will be going off to school in a week and i will not be able to do any recordings so in a couple months when i get home we will be able to start working on season two of the podcast so thank you for everybody who stuck by us and and be sure to listen to all of our old episodes until we get back so we'll see you then bye bye